Hey everyone, and we're on a roll with another episode of The Writer's Haven. I'm your host, Musu of Musu Writes, and today's guest is author John Holliday. Um, he's the author of Mission to China, and our conversation was really enlightening. Um, it was something that I found very interesting because of how the whole book of Mission to China came about. You know, a lot of the times when we're growing up and, you know, during our childhood, we take advantage of, you know, those those folks, maybe whether it's the grandparents or the aunts and the uncles who like to sit around and tell a lot of stories and, you know, talk about family history. You know, sometimes we don't take them seriously or we forget about it along the way. You know, one thing, you know, whatever the case may be. I think I was the type that loved to listen to things like that uh, because I remember I still remember to this day, you know, the different stories that I've heard about my grandparents, the work that my grandfather did, you know, that still reflects today in West Africa. So that was kind of the case with uh, Mr. Holiday speaking about uh, his grandfather and, uh, you know, how the whole Mission to China story came about. It's very interesting. And because he was able to go back and see, you know, the, the work that his, his grandfather did that's still up and running 180 years later, which I think is, you know, pretty fascinating. So we get into that. Um, he talks a lot about his background, how he came into writing, you know, how he, the different places he's traveled. And um, there are also some interesting tidbits about him and his background, his connections to the uh, women's suffrage movement that took place here um, in the United States. So take a listen and let me know what you think and um, as always you know don't forget if you are interested in getting more updates on this show please go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let others who may be interested in reading writing or creativity know about this podcast so that they can get the episodes as well and you can always find me on musuwrites.com or instagram twitter facebook with the handle musuwrites all right you guys i hope you enjoyed take care and talk to you next time Ready? <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right. So start off, you can start off by telling us a little bit um, about yourself. I understand that you served in the, the military and uh, at some point in time you were in Canada. Can you just give us a little bit of your background? Yeah, for sure. Um, like I was born and raised in England and um, uh, I started work there, but uh, um, a long time ago now, I moved to Canada. And I was working in the IT industry. I worked for IBM, and um, who were then sort of the, they had the monopoly on the computer business. Um, but uh, in uh, the, the early 70s, uh, we, a group of us at IBM formed a company to, of our own, and uh, we built that up uh, across Canada and um, eventually sold out to a, an American corporation. But it was the start of a career for me of entrepreneurial activity. Um, I was, uh, I started a total of nine companies, um, all in the IT, most of them in the IT industry. And um, that was in Canada and later in Australia because a business opportunity arose, which had me visiting Australia and eventually I moved here. So most of my career has been involved starting up new companies uh some of them were, weren't very successful but a few were and uh, you know i'm no bill gates i didn't <laughs> you know I didn't make make the uh, 
hit the jackpot with it, but um, it it was a an extremely interesting career, and uh, and I uh, you know I'm sufficiently well off now to retire that in comfort type of thing, and uh, mm -hmm. so um, um, <clears throat> at the last business that I had. Uh, I was required, I sold the business to an American company and they required that I'd be sitting around for a year um, managing the company uh, because they were afraid, you know, I wouldn't get a full payout until um, I, it, it, the, the year had gone by. Actually, I had such good staff that I, I wasn't necessary there. So mm -hmm. I turned my mind to um, documenting some of the experiences I'd had over the years um, as an entrepreneur and some of the characters I've met in Canada and Australia and uh, uh, along the way. And uh, it turned out to be a lot of fun. <laughs> and uh, the book uh, received, uh, you know, although I didn't uh, get uh, the book published, uh, I self-published over Amazon, and, uh, but it got a great response and it fired up my interest in going further. Okay. So, uh, I then had a, um, you know, okay, what would I do? I'm not, I'm not the sort of creative guy who can um, write my own uh, novel and, and think of the, the storyline, etc. Mm -hmm. But I am very interested in history and people. And uh, uh, I had a great grandfather who was a missionary to China. And so I started investigating his background. And it became a terrific story. And I, uh, it was published by an English publisher. And uh, subsequently, it was taken by a Chinese company in Taiwan. And they, there's a Chinese edition as well. So um, uh, that became quite successful. And um, I had uh, a lot of uh, media coverage in the UK and in Australia. So I was on um, quite a number of radio programs, etc. So that was that was a lot of fun, and um, but during the um, the research into the background of this missionary, who by the way is related to me, who was my great great grandfather, mm -hmm. I found out that uh, he had a um, his sister's granddaughter um, had an also a very interesting life. She was born in England. And uh, she moved to America when she was quite young, but she became a famous suffragist over there. She was mentored by Susan B. Anthony and Elizabeth Cady Stanton. Okay. So she was, they were grooming her to, for leadership position. And uh, um, so I, I found this a fascinating story and her private life was one full of drama, a love story. Um, oh my God, it's a, uh, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't make it up. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> so, um, so that is the basis of my current book, um, Clara Colby, the International Suffragist. So, uh, you know, that's taken me. Well, the first book took me about five years, the missionary book. Mm -hmm. This one's taken me about two years to get to market. Um, I spent a bit of time in America. This uh, most of Clara's papers have been collected by the Wisconsin. Historical Society. So I spent quite a bit of time over in Madison, Wisconsin, mm. a couple of weeks there and in the dusty old archives looking over thousands of documents. But uh, yeah. I got some great material from that. 
and uh, the book is now out and I'm just trying to promote that. So uh, oh, wow. that's a summation of, of my background anyway. That's pretty fascinating, I have to say. And we could just go back to Mission to China. Um, yes. That pretty much started from, you know, the stories that you heard, you know, as a child about your, your great-grandfather. Yeah, like my, I, I, my, I was brought up by a single mum because uh, my dad died in the war and I was um, uh, brought up with my grandfather's house. Okay. And uh, he told me about his grandfather, which is the missionary. So I had all these stories as a child, but uh, being young, I, I didn't take enough notice. And I, I'm mad at myself now for, you know, not learning more, but that's... Uh, as part of childhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, there were a lot of family stories. Now, but then I sort of forgot that throughout my career. But when I was doing business here in Australia, I had an opportunity, a business opportunity in Indonesia. I had to go up to Jakarta, the capital, and uh, mm -hmm. meet some people. And I knew that um, uh, the missionary had, like, if you, in the mid-1800s, um, foreigners were not allowed into China. And uh, the missionaries um, uh, lived with the diaspora of Chinese people that had spread out across Southeast Asia. So he, was, he set up a mission station in Jakarta, which was then um, a Dutch colony. It was part of the Dutch East Indies. And um, so... Having, since I was going up there on business, I thought I'll just check to see if there's any, you know, anything remaining in the history, historical records about uh, Medhurst being up there in, in what was called Batavia at the time. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, it turned out that I, I found an American missionary of today and he introduced me to a, an orphanage which Medhurst had started in 1832 and it's still functioning today. Wow. And so I met all the directors of the orphanage and uh, the, you know, they hosted us, like my wife came with me and we, uh, 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 the, they took us on a tour of the orphanage and the children uh, sang songs for us and uh, it was a wonderful experience. Mm -hmm. And um, which after that, we retained a bit of a relationship with them, the company that I was running. We, we funded um, a library for them and uh, put computer systems in there. And uh, so, and we still have that relationship today. Um, and how long ago, how long ago was this? Did you go this was, um, oh, this was sort of uh, probably 12 years ago, something oh, like that. Okay. Yeah. And um, so the people were wonderful. And I also visited um, the Anglican church there, which is the oldest English institution in Indonesia that still functions. And um, uh, it was formerly the mission chapel that he started. And uh, so they were very um, interested in that. And, and the, one of the former um, priests of the, the Anglican church there had written a book on the, on the history of the church. So I was able to meet that, that fellow and uh, uh, gain a lot of information from that. But that set me on that set me going on writing this book. And then I had to travel to places where he'd been. He met his wife in Madras in India, so I went there. Um, 
uh, that was quite an interesting story because yeah. I, I was, um, I'm, I was raised uh, supposedly as a Christian, and I, I you know, I, I would say I'm sort of a Christian, but I'm not practicing. I don't go to church, and uh, so, and I got went to see this ch- church, and the, they were so pleased to see me there in India, that and it was packed on a Sunday and they took me up to the front of the church and uh, introduced me like I was like, well, mm-hmm. just because I was bringing information about the founder of their yeah. church. And uh, then they asked me to say a prayer to the congregation and not read a prayer from a prayer book, but make one up. And uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I was really put on the spot there, but right. um, you know, it was, I had strong feelings about this and uh, emotional, and uh, I I think it came over very well, and I was uh, very happy to uh, just spend the time with those people there. Yeah. So yeah, India. I went to China. Um, spent a lot of time in London, where all the records of the London Missionary Society are kept. So there was lots of dusty old records to go through and photograph there. So um, wow. yeah, it. it it was really challenging, but interesting uh, time, you know? Yeah, it sounds very interesting. And yeah. this, this part of your journey, um, in a way, it connects with me because uh, my, uh, both of my grandparents, my grandfathers, on uh, my mother and my father's side, uh, they interacted a lot with the first, some of the first missionaries that had went to West Africa. Um, oh. I believe they were under the Protestant as well, Wesleyan, which I think falls under the Protestant church. So they, you know, they accomplished a lot, you know, working with uh, those missionaries. My grandfather started a church, he started a hospital there, and those two things are still running there to this day. So when I came across your your story and, you know, the connections you made, it just, you know, inspired me because with the book that I'm working on now, there is a character based on my grandfather, but... um, yeah, but I would love to do more research on what he did and see how I can, you know, kind of like bring that to the world because it's, you know, it's, it's pretty interesting, you know, the things that you're yes. talking your family history. Yes. And just your, I mean, you, you become very close to the person you're writing about. In fact, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, you, you, th- you think you almost talk to them every day. and uh, <laughs> But you also learn an awful lot about, you have to, put yourself into that period of time. So you have to study what was going on, read the papers of those days and, and figure out, you know, what, it, what was it like to live at that time in that yeah. place? And uh, so you learn a lot about uh, history and, and I hope my readers learn a lot about that too, because uh, I tried to put that into the book about what it's, uh, um, what it's like to be there at that time and because uh, it is quite often quite different to today mm-hmm. and with different standards too um uh, some people um tend to uh, evaluate those people from that time by the standards of today and you can't do that right. you know like we have a lot of different um social ideas now and, and principles about uh, the way people live um and uh, you know they were just diff- so different then, and you can't judge the people by today's standards. You know what I, the people I've written about, I think were wonderful, good people. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but if they were here today, then you might think they're racist or something, you know, just right. from the way they're talking, because that was the way of the world sort of thing, you know? And when it came to you doing your research, you, you've been to different places around the world. Uh, what was the most challenging part of that research journey for you? Um, I, well, the most challenging part was in China, because uh, I don't speak Chinese, and uh, the um, for so long, the country has refused to uh, acknowledge that part of their history because um, being the communist country that, you know, everything started yeah. when Mao Zedong took over type of thing. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was very challenging. But um, fortunately, there are lots of people around the world who've also written about the same times and um, what was going on then. And so you, you could you could gather information from places other than in China. Okay. Now, I've, I've dealt with a lot of academics over the years. I'm, I'm, I didn't even go to university, so I'm, uh, I can hardly be classed an academic, but I've had a lot of communication with them on both books um, mm -hmm. because I'm, I'm writing something that uh, uh, is of great interest historically, and uh, I'm, I'm, I've been pretty thorough in my research and uh, documenting where I got the information from. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a new world for me, really. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. And yeah. should this book move forward? Because I, you know, I see it happening. Should this book move forward to, you know, the movie screen? Will you, yeah. Are you going to be involved in that process or are you just going to... Yeah, well, I, I, I'm... I'm going to the your, your country in uh, in May. There's a conference in New York, the Biographers Conference. I'm a member of the Biographers International Group, um, so I, I'm going there. And um, and then Jocelyn has invited me to come to a, a function they've got. I'm not sure where it is. Where it's Baltimore or Washington or okay. somewhere in that area. Um, and I'm letting people know that I'm available during that period before and after that conference to um, meet with groups to speak about my book and, and promote it wherever I can, you know? So uh, oh, okay. that's, that's the situation I'm in at the moment. I've, uh, we've done, we've got a lot of review copies out there um, because I'm a member of the um, independent book publishers association. Okay. And uh, through them, I've done mail outs to, uh, um, media companies across the United States and the UK. And uh, I've got, um, oh, we'll be in their, their catalogue of, of independent books. Um, I've got something going in Publishers Weekly. So there's, there's a fair number of irons in the fire to promote the book and try and promote opportunities for me to speak or, or assign books somewhere and take it further, you know? Yeah, sounds interesting. So I, I would, you know, I'll definitely keep an eye on that um, just to see, you know, how, how far it goes. But I, I do believe that it'll, it will end up on the, the screen. It's just a, looks like a very interesting story and one that needs to be shared. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and uh, the, story, the story of the research is kind of interesting too, because, uh, I mean, there's some, some of the things that happen. For example, I'm in Madison, Wisconsin, going through these piles of documents uh, evaluating which are uh, worth photographing and taking back with me and uh, and I come across a letter that was written from a, an address that I know huh. and 
I realized this letter was written by my great grandmother over a hundred years ago. And it was to her daughter uh, who was staying with Clara Colby's sister in California. Hmm. And uh, the, the, in the letter, she explained that her son and, and daughter-in-law were away visiting um, family up in the north of England. Now that, that son and was my grandfather. And she was left, the great-grandmother who was writing the letter, was left looking after the baby who was only a few months old. That baby was my mother. Oh, wow. <laughs> that letter had been waiting a hundred years for me to find it. Exactly. And there it was. It was just unbelievable. Yeah, wow. That's awesome. Well, yeah. when, I understand you do have other um, projects that you're working on as well. Mission, of China, Mission to China is doing well, but you have uh, at least two more books that you have either completed or you know in the process of completing well um actually i don't have anything uh on the go at the moment mm -hmm. um i focus totally on on promoting um clara uh, in north america and uh, elsewhere so mm -hmm. uh i'm not sure what i'm going to be doing next okay. um, <laughs> it something will come up i'm sure because i'm still uh um, you know, although I'm, I'm up there in years, I'm still active in my mind and I want to be involved in a project like this. So yeah, there'll be something coming along. Oh, okay. Well, you have missions to China and then you have your, your previous book that you wrote, uh, years yes. ago about entrepreneurship. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. So there's those books. Um, uh, but I, I'm really just trying to focus on, on the, the current one because, uh, yeah. It, it does need a lot of involvement by an author, I believe. Um, you're writing, I, you probably face the same situation. Yes. You can't rely on others like um, publishers to do the job for you. You've got yeah. to get out there and promote it. So Yeah, it's definitely hands-on, especially yeah. you know, when it comes to history that's as rich and you know, important. You, you definitely need to be 100% involved in the Right, right. So yes. you're a, uh, you you're a writer, I understand. And you're, yes, I, you live I, in I'm working on my my first. Mine is um, is going to be fiction based. It's a novel, pretty much. You know, there's a mix of my own family history and um, talks about a right. woman who is you know rebuilding her life, rebuilding her identity after getting out of a a bad marriage. And so there's a lot of like I said, family history, there's culture, because you have the two different worlds of West Africa and North America, you know, clashing. So um, right. a lot of that is going on. And like I mentioned earlier, the when the book talks about the older generation of the family, um, you right. really get a lot of historical background on what was going on in that, in that part of Africa, um, right. maybe 80 to 100 years ago when uh, missionaries from America or from England, they were, they had a very heavy presence um, in West Africa, yes. you know, as far as spreading Christianity and yeah. they, that influence still runs pretty deep in my family to this day with the current generation. So, right. um, and then a couple of years ago when I went back to Africa, uh, you know, I saw, I got to see a lot of that for myself. So I just thought it was very interesting to hear you 
come you know talk about the different things that you came across you know when i went to africa i saw the church that my grandfather built um, right. the hospital you know and the schools that they had been working on so it was just it's just a huge connection and you know yeah. because i like to write i would love to see you know those stories come to right. fruition through a book or a movie now this was what sierra leone is it sierra leone yeah okay yes yeah, so um yeah so when i saw that in your background i thought that was that was really interesting to see the journey okay. that, that was that you took so is there um uh, are you involved in any um, women's groups that uh, would be interested in uh, hearing s stories about the suffragists? Um, at the moment, no, but I am, you know, as this, as I go along with developing this book, I'm connecting with, you know, different types of people. So yes. uh, I would, I would love to, if you had information or I can start to research information on that, I would love to make that. Right. right. Yeah. Um, now you're doing this for Jocelyn to uh, for focus on women. Is that what? Um, well, this is my this is my own podcast. Um, I I used to work with with Jocelyn years ago, and right. so when she saw that I had you know my my own podcast going on, she she'll she'll connect me with different authors. Okay. So yeah, right. So that's how that came about. Um, so yeah, thank you again for for coming on. I just had uh, one last one last quick question. Um, okay. you've, you've done a lot of you know travel. You've seen a lot. Is there a place that you connected with the most? Do you have a favorite place that you visited? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to pick one place, but I tell you what, I was really fascinated with India. Hmm. And I have to go back, you know, that's, um, uh, it's such an interesting country. And, um, uh, and, and also, you know, there's, I think I have a connection with it. It's that, um, the, when Medhurst married his, met and married his wife there, she was the daughter of a, a British officer and an Indian um, girl. So, mm -hmm. He's, uh, I, I guess I've got some Indian blood in me. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay. Interesting. So I'm, but it is a fascinating place. It's so, so interesting, so different. And they're, and they're um, you know, they're, they're, all, they're, they're not stuck in the past. They're kind of moving ahead now. And so I think okay. it's a country with a great future. But, um, wow. Yeah. That's interesting as well. I mean, uh, you never know. Uh, I'm sorry. So, uh, you know, I, there's many places that I did love visiting and um, Indonesia is nice, although there's an, a lot of uh, poverty and it's, um, okay. uh, they've got a lot of difficult problems to overcome, but mm -hmm. they're, they're very pleasant people, very happy and uh, I liked going there. And, and also up into Malaysia, I was in um, uh, that, which is another part that, um, uh, Medhurst was stationed at Malacca in on the east okay. coast of Malaysia. Mm. Oh, okay, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I also love to to travel and in fact when I went my trip to Africa, I put that in the novel as well, even though it's fictional characters, but I mean the right. trip was just so enriching, I didn't want to 
you know, leave that out of the story. So yes, uh, yes, you know, traveling will do that to you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But uh, again, I do want to thank you for coming on. I, I think um, you're doing a very uh, interesting work, okay. and it was really nice to hear about your journey. Um, and so when you, you do have a chance, um, I'll be editing, you know, this episode. But in the meantime, if you could please send me uh, your contact info for those who are interested in reaching out to you for more info about your work. Okay. And um, if you don't mind, I'll, I always make that information a part of the show notes so that right. listeners can have that info. Well, okay. Well, thanks. Thanks for setting this up. And, uh, you know, I look forward to seeing the episodes.